back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. Okay, this is the Craig Collins Show, AM 1230 WJBC. I had been teasing all week the idea that I would build my own NCAA bracket of just silly things you could be doing uh, well, at home, because we're all going to be stuck at home. And then Dan Lloyd, one of my uh, regular listeners, who's an awesome guy, you, like, fully named this whole concept, right, Dan? Oh, it's it's amazing. It's it's going to be the most epic uh, March Madness ever. And what what did you want to call this experience for the listener? I think we had it, the Social Distancing Stay-at-Home and Entertain-Yourself Tournament. Right, the Craig Collins Show's Social Distancing and Stay-at-Home and Entertain-Yourself. It's always important to brand, Dan. i got to throw my name at the beginning there. But what I what I love about it too, uh, this is a selection show. We will be picking different teams that will compete in different regions. I have uh, put some of my friends in charge of a lot of those regions. So you will be in charge of the sports region. I will be handling the binge region of the the competition. Cody Goff, who does uh, a lot of stuff for this show, he's from Curiosity Daily Podcast. He's putting together a science etc. region for I guess things you can do science related while at home. And then John Davies at WBNQ will have a music region if that's your thing. But so let's get this kicked off. Dan, uh, Dan you also made me a, a little intro, I think. Is that correct? I did. Okay, let's hear this, and I'm going to make sure you can, you can enjoy uh, what you created. So here it is. You're listening to the Craig Collins Social Distancing Entertain Yourself at Home Selection Show. <laughs> I'm so thrilled. I'm so thrilled it's a thing. Uh, so let's let's turn to our experts first. Dan Lloyd is here to to represent the sports region. It will be sixteen different competing air quote teams that will be trying to make it all the way to the champion, the first ever uh, a champion in this in this once in a lifetime kind of competition. Uh, you want to go through your teams one at a time. Maybe we we do this as always, Casey Kasem style, and we go in reverse order. Even though I think that one of the funniest ones is at the tail end. But why don't we talk about some of the teams that are going to be making it into the sports region of this incredible tournament? Well, these are sports movies and things you can stream on YouTube. Correct. Is what we've limited this to. So, <laughs> would we like to start with sixteen or one? I think you got to go Casey Kasem style, unless you want to to talk about it uh, the other way. We can we can just start uh, look, with the. Go ahead. We'll we'll start with sixteen. Sixteen right. is old VH t- uh, tapes of you playing sports, <laughs> and this is so your kids can relive the glory days. Right. And uh, you might actually start working out again. Right. And the other one is if your kids need a nap, it's mm-hmm. a good thing to put on and they might go to sleep. Look, and I love the fact, Dan, that you're focusing on kids for this one because it's important to bring the whole family into this competition. At the same time, though, as a guy with no kids, I will still watch the VHS tapes of me doing great in sports on my own because I'm that kind of guy. I have all the trophies in place. So I think this is a very big dark horse in this competition to start the old VHS tapes of you playing sports as a kid. Because honestly, man, that is as entertaining as it gets. And there's probably a lot of it, depending on how much of an athlete you were. This could be many hours of time spent at home watching yourself play sports. I just wonder how many kids are going to see this and say, what is that? And you get to explain that this is not an <laughs> antique. This is actually a VHS that actually has something on it. Right. So Yeah. I can't wait for them to try to use some sort of touch screen on the VHS you're handing them. Uh, <laughs> I think they're an incredible dark horse, man. I, I love the way they've played all season that long. That could be upset, upset City there. Right, honestly. Uh, so number 15, then, on your list would be who? No, number 15 is the movie The Natural. Okay. And, and uh, this would be uh, to inspire a project with your kids to build their own Wonder Boy. <laughs> That's very nice. So not only do you get to watch the movie, you then spend hours uh, crafting a bat. Anyone that doesn't know what the natural it is, 
Uh, it's a wonderful baseball movie. So honestly, it, it makes a lot of sense. And the reason for your region, by the way, Dan, is that the NCAA tournament obviously is a college basketball tournament. It's tremendously important to have you know uh, sports represented here because a lot of us are just missing it. So these are really good things for you if you need sports back in your life. What is number 14 on your list? 14 is the ESPN 30 for 30s, OJ Made in America, and June 17, 1994. Two okay. amazing documentaries. Yeah. They're about the case that stopped the world twice with mm-hmm. the chase and obviously the verdict. Mm-hmm. And uh, June 17th is an amazing documentary because it actually has no dialogue. It's all clips of uh, different sports that were going on during that day. <laughs> uh, and it's a pretty amazing, pretty amazing to watch. Yeah, so. honestly. And it'll be a good way to just, you know, get sports back in your, your life because you're missing so much of it. So, so I'm really liking the back end of this bracket so far. It seems like there's a lot of talent in the 16, 15, 14 seeds. I don't know what to expect moving forward. Who could possibly be in the 13 position? 13th was a bubble team that made it in at the last moment. Okay, and of that course. was uh, the moving movie Chasing Mavericks. Uh, <laughs> this is my son's favorite movie, Maverick, and my son's name is Maverick. It's his favorite movie. Sure. Uh, it's an incredible true story about Jay Moriarty and his pursuit to, to, of his dream to surf the world's largest wave, which is Mavericks. It gets up to about 60 feet tall. Wow. So it, when you start to think how bad this could be, mm-hmm. at one point in this movie, in terms of what you're going through, he actually paddles uh, 56 miles across the bay in order to train to do what he's about ready to do. So, inspiring. It, it is inspiring. You know what we're going to do, uh, since we've gotten the, the bottom four in your bracket now, let's go ahead and look at the matchups that they'll be facing. Chasing Mavericks, Mavericks sounds like a team that you know has already played well beyond any sort of expectation. Who will, be, who will they be going up against in the first round? This this is going to be number uh, number four. Jimmy V's SB speech. Oh no! YouTube. That's a strong contender. Jim Bal- that's Jim Balvano's speech when he was uh, battling cancer, and yes. it truly puts life in perspective. And I think at th- these times, it's good to remember that life is delicate, right? And that we should never take it for granted. And we should also go ahead uh, cherish this time to slow down and be with our family. Hey, look at that! That was that was incredible. Uh, moving what you just said there, Dan, and also I don't know how chasing Mavericks will take down Jimmy V. I just don't see that happening. I- yeah, it's going to be a tough one. It's it going to be very, very tough for them to t- touch that. And then, as we already talked about the ESPN 30 for 30s that you mentioned, who are they going up against in the first round in this this once-in-a-lifetime bracket? <laughs> They'll be going up against Hoosiers, the classic. Oh, no. And, okay. and, uh, and uh, yeah, the biggest thing there is that you get to run the picket fence. So, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing better. And after this hopefully all comes to an end, yeah. Hoosiers is actually, you can go to the Hoosiers gym in, the Indi- in Indiana where it was filmed. Mm-hmm. I took my son there one summer, and you can actually go there for free and play basketball. So it's a good thing to look forward to with your kids. That sounds incredible. Uh, i got to be honest, the way that this is all shaping up, Dan, I'm tremendously proud of you. By the way, I haven't explained yet how like the, the winners will be decided. It'll be completely unilateral. Each one of us will get to decide on our own what happens in our region until we get to the Sweet 16, and then we'll have to start bringing in other opinions. But you'll be making all these calls and watching all these games play out and then reporting on them next week. Uh, you said the natural was a 15 seed. What's the two seed they're going up against? Two is Field of Dreams. Oh, no. And that's going to be a baseball versus baseball, which is going to be tough. Um, definitely a great tear-jerker movie, one to watch with your kids, but mm-hmm. do not have them watch it before they go to bed, <laughs> or you're going to have some problems there. Yeah. So. Honestly, though, if I was ever like haunted by a ghost of Sho- Shoeless Joe Jackson, that wouldn't be the worst thing. Like I could, I could handle that as a nightmare, I think. Just me, personally. I don't know about the kids. Well... 
Well, now that we know all the, the Home Depots are going to be open, you know, right now, if you need a project to do, you want to go build a field, you know, you yeah. got time to do it. And right. so there Honestly, you go. There you go. That's a good move. Uh, who's the number one seed that's going to be playing old VHS tapes of you playing sports? Because honestly, I think they're in for a fight, no matter who it is. It's it's going to be a fight. It's Rocky. Okay. And, uh, and, and this has got a precursor with it that you should actually go on YouTube and watch the YouTube video of the behind the scenes on how Rocky <laughs> was made. Because it truly is a remarkable story of what it took to make that movie. They would never yeah. be made in this day and age. No. Um, but... It doesn't get better than that. You can teach your kids to run upstairs and you know and get excited about working out. Honestly, man, and I love the fact that in the first Rocky movie, I'm not trying to you know say how you make decisions here. He doesn't actually win. Like that's sort of wonderful. It took that second Rocky movie to have the the you know hallmark ending that you expected. I love the fact that they they end the way they do. I won't say it if you haven't seen it. By the way, if you haven't seen Rocky, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, but let's get let's get to the other ones in the list. Uh, let's look at the 5 and the 12 matchup. Who is the 5 seed? The 5 seed is Chariots of Fire. Okay. And that's just to inspire you to run yeah. and and to get out and get out and maybe do some slow motion running in your living room there or you or just have that soundtrack in your mind. 12 is is a dark horse and it's breaking away. Mm-hmm. It was actually filmed in Bloomington, Indiana. It's yeah. got the story of the Cutters beating the odds and it's got the classic Daniel Stern singing an epic love song in it which you can't go wrong. <laughs> I love the reviews, man. You really are taking this to a new level as far as understanding it. Who is your 11? I've got a lot of time on my hands right now, buddy. So I think we all do. There you go. That's why I'm hoping yeah. this works out. Who is your 6 and your yeah. 11 seeds? My 6 seed is uh, from my swimming roots. It's actually the 4x100 freestyle relay from <laughs> Beijing Olympics on YouTube. Sure, not and, specific uh, at all. I guarantee you there is a lot of people who have never seen this race. Yeah. I'm not going to give away what happens. Mm-hmm. But in, in, NBC has actually clarified that this is the gr- greatest Olympic moment in Olympic history. Wow. Um, it was actually what uh, was the start of the pursuit for Michael Phelps to try to get eight gold medals. And wow. if you watch this race, it is truly, truly incredible. I showed it to uh, a group of people who'd never seen it before, and they were literally on the edge of their seats. Yeah, so. it, it is. It's a wonderful. I mean, I love the specificity of that uh, that thing, and it's so unfair when we look at what I went ahead and ranked because I'm just so far, so much, so different than this. But who are who are they going up against then? Who's the eleven? They're going up against Hoop Dreams. Which oh was no! Considered by far the best sports documentary ever. Yeah. And uh, if you if you truly want to see. Uh, put your life in perspective. Watch this movie. It is uh, it is as real as it gets, and uh, one of the best documentaries ever made. Uh, we are right now doing Selection Friday. I will also have a Selection Monday and Selection Tuesday to seed all of my bracket of things you should be doing while you're stuck at home for the next few weeks, now up till April 7th. So there's a lot of time on our hands, and I have all the different, like, and we will we'll do a whole NCAA tourney of it for anyone just tuning in and like, what the hell are Craig and Dan talking about? We have two more matchups for you to talk about, and then i got to take a break. And I want you to hang out because I want to blast through my stuff too. But who's your seven, and who are they going up against? Seven is the classic karate kid. And this is to convince your kids that by doing chores, they can become strong. Wax on, wax off, paint the fence. You know, they're going to yeah. be doing everything in the house. Honestly. That's and it's the... going up against a really good one on number 10. It's actually going up against Rocky Ford. And okay. Rocky Ford, basically because of the fact that he did all his workout 
at home with no equipment. And so if you remember, he's pushing Adrian up in the wagon and all those yeah. things. And so it's been yeah. to train at home with no equipment. Okay. Cause I was curious, man, the fact that only two Rocky movies made your sports bracket and the second one was Rocky four. Thank God it wasn't Rocky five, but Rocky four, oh, it, it no confused way. me a bit, but now I totally get it. There is a, there's a, a way to connect. Cause I do think Rocky two is probably a better movie, uh, but that doesn't matter. It, yeah. Go ahead. It is. It is. I mean, all the Rockies. If you have the time, you've never seen them. Watch all the way through. Yeah. Even Balboa, and yep. then the Creeds are amazing. Yep. Um, but we'll we'll end with eight and nine. And eight is actually uh, one of my favorites. Is Sea Biscuit. Okay. And it was a story of a true symbol of hope during the most difficult time in our country's history. Yeah. And uh, it's actually super inspiring. It's got historical references to it, and a great movie. Um, and then nine is one that's played at the beginning of every show for you, which is my, one of my favorites, Miracle. Yep. And uh, we start becoming a team right now. And yes, we do. It's probably the best pregame speech that you can ever give to motivate your family to do anything. And so, <laughs> Kurt Russell is amazing in that role. Uh, Herb is actually amazing as a human in general. I love your bracket. I thank you so much for building it, man. I got to take a break, and then I want to. I want to blast through mine. Mine is the binge region. These are all the best possible things to binge. Uh, and we'll talk about them in a second. But I think you might have the the inside advantage in all this, Dan, because sports is what people are missing the most right now, and yours are all sports things, so they might wind up doing well. Uh, but i got to take a break. Well, like I told, Go ahead. Like I told you, buddy, this is our one shiny moment for our country, <laughs> and it's to stay home, to slow down, right. and to stay calm. And to argue about the decisions we make as to what's better than what, if Rocky is better than old VHS tapes that you played uh, of you playing sports as a kid. I will take a break. A lot more on AM 1230. From Heart of Illinois, ABC Chief Meteorologist Brian Walder. We'll see cloudy skies continuing for the rest of the day, and then mostly cloudy skies will continue overnight tonight as well. Low temperatures tomorrow morning will be falling back into the mid-30s. Then we'll see plenty of sunshine tomorrow and a nice warm-up by the afternoon. High temperatures close to 60 under mostly sunny to partly cloudy skies. More clouds back in the forecast for Thursday. Some rain showers possible at times, especially later in the day. But expect an increase in our rain chances for Friday and Saturday. Showers and thunderstorms look like a good bet as we end the week. But we'll be staying warm with temperatures in the 60s. Sunshine returns to the forecast on Sunday. We'll fall back into the low to mid-50s on Sunday. But back close to 60 with more sunshine on Monday. From Heart of Illinois, ABC, I'm Chief Meteorologist Brian Walder. And that is your AM 1230 WJBC forecast. Right now, 42 degrees. More news at the top of the hour or as it happens. I'm Neil Doyle on the voice of Central Illinois, WJBC and WJBC.com. Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. It's Craig Collins Show, AM 1230 WJBC. Might be tipping my hat just a little bit for John Davies. WBNQ's John Davies, uh, co-host of The Morning Show, is hanging out with us right now. John, how you doing, bud? Uh, you know, Craig, it's a weird time, and I'm feeling weird as usual. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, no different, kind of, but then also incredibly different is essentially what you just said. It's like, uh, you know, uh, I'm super weird, but at the same time, I'm trying to, like, manage my panic. So, like, it yeah. makes me look even weirder than normal. But, That's... like, I'm pretty weird. It is what it is. I, you own that that word weird. I don't like it. Uh, you own it. You make it a, you spin it to a positive. So, I'm, I'm very proud of you for doing that, man. And you're not that look weird. Look flag fly, brother. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, you know, uh, depending on who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> Good talk. I am too. I guess that's a thing. Uh, let's get into this first. I'm excited about how I'm going to just, you know, 
way over outdraw my NCAA bracket that I'm coming up with. It's the top things to do at home, uh, the top things to do while quarantined. Actually, uh, one of my listeners who made a bracket of his own, uh, Dan, who was on the other day, uh, gave it a different name. i got to find what that name is somewhere. Um, but we're, we're doing this. It's, it's to replace sports, kind of, because it's not really replacing sports. He debuted his sports bracket, which are the top things in his mind, 16 of them, to do while stuck at home that have a sports connection. You're going to give me music things to do. And actually, what I love about your bracket, John, because I saw it, uh, is you were very faithful to the way sports work. You made it a 2019-2020 uh, bracket, which I, I just think is <laughs> tremendous. Hey, man, I work at the pop station. I'm trying to you know keep up on the hits. Right. Uh, all of my picks are within uh, 2019 and 2020. They are the best albums, the best 16 albums, of pop and pop-related music yeah. of the last year or so. But, I, I got to immediately apologize for when my bracket takes on yours if that happens, though, because like I went television and movies all time, and that's just tremendously oh, unfair. Yeah. But the opposite... My bracket's going to get stopped. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite would have been unfair, too, though, in a way. Like, just a Beatles binge would be would have been hard for anyone to beat. Um, so I'm right. glad... And, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to give people, you know, uh, a little bit of an insight of the things that are currently going on in the music world. I mean, when... When the day comes, if you want me to pick like particular artists or like no, no. decades worth of music, it was one of those like, do I pigeonhole myself into a particular slot or yeah. do I leave it super broad? So I thought the best 16 albums of the last year or so was a good place to start. Well, and to be honest, the fact that I assigned uh, some of my favorite people that, that uh, jump on my show to do uh, these brackets made it each our own. So it's, it's just, it's going to be tremendously flawed. The thing about this whole competition is none of it's. <laughs> Like, it's, it's tremendously flawed, and so I love the fact that you did it the way you did because it's the most honest way to emulate a season, which I just didn't do at all because that's, that's a lot of work, John. You put a lot of work into this. I wasn't ready hey, for that. you know, there are lists out there that you don't necessarily have to accredit the things that you did, but there's yeah. this place called Schmoling Schmone uh-huh. that uh, pretty much does this every year anyway. There so you go. I, I didn't necessarily use all the things that they had to say, but you borrowed. I think this is a good place to start. Fair enough. All right, so let's get into them. Um, and by the way, I noticed you did not have a play-in game. You and I debated quite a bit the value of a play-in game in an imaginary <laughs> bla- bracket. I have one in my bracket. It's fine you don't. I'm totally not sad about that. But who are... Let's go. I think... Go ahead. My in theory playing game, Craig, was just you know you can listen to WB and Q anytime <laughs> and hear the majority of the big hits from oh. all of these artists. Oh, but you know since that's not necessarily within the parameter of the rules, the right. quote unquote playing game here is to hear all of the best hits, or should I say, all the hits on WB and Q. <laughs> that's that's an interesting point you make there. You can hear probably at least a song from every one of these albums. So let's go ahead, let's do it in reverse Dreaming order. on the spark speaker, man. Amen. Yeah. Casey so, Kasem style. Did you do it? Did you do it like uh so I, I I sat down, I didn't send you my notes of this, but I set it up as a true like one through sixteen, oh, yeah. one plays sixteen and works its way oh, through. Absolutely. So we can do matchups okay. then if you want to start with like the so, lowest seed I got of- my matchups. Right. I didn't give you all my notes. I got I got my matchups and things I might have sent you earlier today don't necessarily match <laughs> what I currently have. Fantastic. So, so who is your all eight, the same. who who is your eight versus nine? My eight versus nine would be Tyler the Creator mm-hmm. and his album Igor. All right. First, Jenny Lewis and her album On the Line. Now, this is a, a genre matchup. Tyler Creator actually took home a Grammy this year for hip-hop, and Jenny Lewis is kind of the darling of the country world that's not necessarily giving you true pop country, not necessarily true folk country, and some of these things are very pop 
like. Uh, I, I compare her a lot to Casey Musgraves. Yeah. For those of you out there that might be familiar with her. So this is a, a very interesting matchup, a toss-up, as they say, <laughs> when it comes to the old 8-9 matchup. Okay. But uh, I, I like Tyler Creator. He's a weird dude, just yeah. like myself. He's done some weird stuff on Comedy Central. <laughs> He's one of these guys that, not Comedy Central, Adult Swim, uh-huh. uh, one of those guys that kind of does a little bit of everything yeah. and makes it his own. So I'm going to give Tyler, the creator, in his album, Igor, which took home a Grammy last year. He's moving on to the next round. Wow, so Tyler, the creator, with the win there, an eight beating a nine, I guess is not totally surprising. But I'm glad you're doing uh, wins because Cody Goff, who's coming up after you, is also going to uh, – give us the results of the first round. So then we move on to the 7 and the 10, uh, the weekend, and, and Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is your 10. See, see, Craig, I gave you, do you want my, like, my adjusted numbers? That okay. was my initial list. All right, my I apologize. My 7 versus 10 now. Yeah. I have Taylor Swift at 10 and her album uh, Lover. And yeah. then our number 10 seed is Lana Del Rey and her album Norman Effing Rockwell. Okay, got now, it. Lana so, Del Rey... I got, Not necessarily a household name like Taylor, yeah. but she was nominated for so many Grammys this year, didn't necessarily take them home, but for uh, the Academy to be nominating you in such high regard, not necessarily something that Taylor Swift sees all that often. And Taylor pumps out those numbers, but those Swifties are out there just kind of being the beast. But you got to give Taylor credit when credit's due. She's one of the best songwriters out in the game, which gives her the win here. Norman yeah. Effing Rockwell, great album. Lana Del Rey, <laughs> uh, a great performer. But yeah. Taylor Swift, she's just got the numbers. But seven she seed moves on here. Okay, uh, it's, it's good to know then. So the numbers I got via text earlier today, that was before the conference Different championships. Different numbers. That was before Different the conference numbers. championships took place, John. After the conference well, championships, you, know, you got to recede. It was the old, um, you know, these are the, the uh, potentials, but then the, 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 the committee spoke. Right. And the, oh, yeah. the brackets were created. These Honestly. These were potential matchups, though. So. Totally. Who do you want next, Greg? Give me your numbers. Let's, let's your keep numbers. going down the list. Uh, we just did the 7 versus the 10. Let's do the 6 and the 11. 6 is Maggie Rogers and Leaves the Light On. And the 11 seed, Harry Styles and his album Fine Line. Okay. Harry Styles, great English performer. He did uh, uh, a fantastic rendition of Sledgehammer, Peter Gabriel, on Howard Stern less than two weeks ago. If you haven't heard that cover yet, folks, get to the Internet and watch (laughs) Harry Styles cover Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer. Fantastic rendition. But the sixth seed, Maggie Rogers, not necessarily a household name, but she is the darling of my tournament. Barack Obama released his 50 songs of the summer last year. Maggie Rogers was at top of that playlist, wow. which is why one of the many reasons uh, reasons Maggie Rogers is moving on. Maggie Rogers and her album Leave the Light On was one of the few albums that I stayed up until midnight mm-hmm. to give a listen to, be able to hear <laughs> right out the gate. Maggie uh, Rogers, if you don't know who she is, go check her out. Go check her out. I've noticed that the, the bracket so far has been very chalk, that a lot of the top seeds are winning, correct? Yeah, we'll, we'll have some upsets down okay. the line, Craig. Okay, We'll have some upsets down the line. Well, but, I, just... I mean, uh, uh, the 11th seed of Harry Styles, not necessarily uh, uh, a fan vote for an 11th seed. Harry Styles sure. and the boy band One Direction. Got a lot of fans. Maggie Rogers had a great season, great numbers, <laughs> great uh, great Grammy nominations. 
Moving on in the tournament for me. Yeah. Uh, well, so now is, I want. Is my sportscaster voice like too fake right now? No, you're like killing it. My Bob Costas is really showing. Honestly, I want to hear. Do you believe in miracles? As you do one of the picks at some point, because that would make me happier. Um, you never, you never know who's going to move on, right? <laughs> well, the reason I just mentioned the upset thing is traditionally in the NCAA tourney, one of the biggest seeds that that inevitably loses a lot is that five seed. They always play a twelve. And it does not go their way every so often. So I ask you, the five versus the twelve, how's it look in your music only NCAA bracket for and by the way, this is the name of the of the bit we're doing from Dan Lloyd. Uh, the Craig Collins show presents the social distancing stay at home and entertain yourself tournament on WJBC. It's not too long of a title for sure. <laughs> uh moving on to the five twelve matchup. Yep. We have Lizzo and her sophomore album. Because I love you. Folks, you're hearing this song absolutely ever everywhere. But The 12, the song that you're also hearing right now, The Weeknd, who just dropped his album After Hours last yeah. weekend. I have an upset here, Craig. I know it's fresh out the gate, but Lizzo's fame came from an album a few years back. Because I love you is fantastic. Lizzo busts out that flute and is a great performer. But if you don't know The Weeknd... <laughs> you got to go check out his performances from Saturday Night Live a couple weeks back. He was on with Daniel Craig, also known as James Bond. Yeah, very and well. And he's given a spies rendition of a great performance. The Weeknd and a brand-new album out last week, Upset, wow. the 12 seed over Lizzo's 5 seed. You never saw that coming. Lizzo felt so strong going into this thing that that's amazing. <laughs> um, and and a, a very deserving mention there. Um, and The Weeknd also was, it looked like he was beat up on SNL. That's actually to promote a a short video, some sort of movie that he's going to be in as well, correct? So the whole weekend shtick with the beat-up is it's a story album. This album, After Hours, is a character, and gotcha. that's kind of that's a where part of what happens within the album. So well, then there you, you go. you got to go check it out. He released the deluxe rendition on Monday, folks. It's out there for you. <laughs> on the strength of an SNL appearance, the 12 seed upsetting the five <laughs> in the in the most ridiculous bracket ever created for radio uh, consumption. Yeah. And we, we will get back to the serious things for anyone listening right now. Like, what is going on? It, it'll happen. It'll come back. Uh, <laughs> let's move on in your music region to the four and the 13 seed for my ridiculous NCAA bracket. What do you got? Uh, four is Bonnie Bear or Bon Iver, depending on who you're talking to, what hipster seems to think he knows what he's talking about in his album, I, I, which was nominated for quite a lot mm-hmm. and, uh, Vampire Weekend and Ooh. their album, Ooh. Father of the Bride. Ooh. Now I'm a huge Vampire Weekend As guy. Am I. I've had this conversation with a variety of people, which is the best Vampire Weekend album. I don't think that this is it, but Bonnie Bear, uh, definitely a guy doing things out in the weird and the wild in the cabins of Wyoming and creating some stuff that some would even say isn't technically music, but <laughs> it's worth a listen. Uh-huh. My argument for Body Bear is that it's great music to listen to while you're working from home, which is yeah. essentially the whole challenge here, right? You need it something is. to listen to. It's great background music. You don't necessarily need a bop while you're writing out some Excel files. But at the end of the day, Vampire Weekend's got some buffs, which is why it's moving on for me to the next round. Vampire Weekend with the upset, the 13 over wow. the 4 seed in the music bracket. That is wonderful to see a group out of New York do so well in such a... You know, to be honest, I was surprised they were seated as low as they were, but the season falls the way it does, and just the fact that they can overcome <laughs> and get into that next round, I think they're I think they're yeah. a dark horse throughout the rest of this tourney. They had a lot of talent. They just might, might not have been playing well all season long, and now it seems like Craig, it's coming I- together at the right time. Can I ask a personal personal opinion, Craig? Yeah, go ahead. 
What is the best Vampire Weekend album in your oh, opinion? Oh, that's such a... Can I go with the self-titled from 2008? Uh, okay, that is, a, that is a fair. I'm more of a modern Vampires of the City guy, but sure. to each their own Vampire Weekend. Got a very large discography if you've... Uh, if it you does. Need a new it's, group to check out. it's the kind of thing you definitely should check out. I just like the song Walcott so much, and it appears on that first album. And uh, I don't there know why go. I like it. I, I think that my buddy would just play it all the time, and it got stuck in my head forever. And now it's a thing. Uh, let's move on. Vampire then. Weekend's one of those bands that developed great. As I mean, I think we both hit Vampire Weekend in times of our lives, and have developed with the band in a very yes. similar yeah. uh, light. So, 100% if you're correct. around the old 25 to 35 range, give Vampire Weekend a check out. <laughs> Please do. Uh, let's move on. Now we're at the three seed versus the 14, correct? Yes, sir. Three seed, Post Malone. He's got face tattoos, and he's got an album that dropped last year called Hollywood Bleeding. Mm-hmm. Coming against one of Bloomington Normal's most recent performances at Grossinger Motors Arena, The Baby. Wow. Now, The Baby's had quite a few features on some very popular tracks currently out there with Camila Cabello doing some wonderful things, but how... Can you go against America's darling, Post Malone? You can't. He's in Doritos commercials. He is. He's in Bud Light commercials. He is. He's hanging out with Ozzy Osbourne, and he's chunky, and he knows it, and he doesn't care, folks. Get that man another face <laughs> tattoo. Get Hollywood bleeding into your ears. Post Malone moves on to the next round. Oh, thank God. I was so afraid when Post was a three seed that he wasn't going to make Because, as you know, again, if you did this not just for the season but all time, uh, Post Malone would be... Uh, a guy that I think deserves to be considered on a lot of brackets. So, you know, I, I'm thrilled to have him move on there. I was worried for him, and I feel like it might have been a close game. You're two and you're Those 15. Those streaming numbers, you, you can't argue with his streaming numbers, Greg. You can't. He's one of the best in the business. Listen digitally. Well, honestly, and his fans will travel. Uh, you're two and you're 15. What do you got? Two and a 15, Craig. We move on to one of the most talked about <laughs> celebrities of 2019. Yeah. Uh, former potential Miss Davidson. Ariana Grande and her album, Thank You, Next. Mm-hmm. Moving on against Sturgill Simpson. Now, I, I'm a big fan of Sturgill Simpson. He's one of those guys out there doing the country folk thing that doesn't yeah. necessarily get the recognition from the likes of country radio and CMAs and CMT. But Sturgill Simpson's one of those guys, just like myself, doing weird stuff out there, making weird <laughs> things. I wouldn't have given Sturgill Simpson recognition for this album yeah the sound of fury if he wouldn't have put out an anime netflix special with it now folks if you're looking for something not only to listen to but to watch sergio simpson who you might think who folk americana uh, mm-hmm. interesting matched up with an anime about giant robots destroying the city <laughs> absolutely sign me up that's great but you can't go against ariana no, grande thank you oh. next just continue to pop out hit after hit after hit Sometimes she would drop two singles in less than a month, folks, and that's just absolute madness, which is what we're here for in March. Ariana Grande moves on to the next round. I heard a little Dick Vitale there. That was really well done, John. Um, I'm getting I, into this, Craig. I'm really enjoying this. Awesome. I got I to gotta be honest. My mother just texted of all the people I didn't necessarily expect a reaction from her. She said, this is a great idea, so much fun to listen to, and she sort of wants to adopt you now. She feels you, like you're the son she never had. So apparently, at least for oh. some of our listeners, this is going quite well. <laughs> For a lot of them, maybe not. And I, we just need these breaks. I'm going to implore everyone who's listening right now, like, what the hell? You need it. You need yeah. to just throw your brain into somewhere, as John keeps saying, weird, and just live there for a few minutes. All right, let's get to your, number, okay. your number one seed versus your 16. Who are they and what happened? 
All righty, folks. Now, you might be a little confused when I give you my 16 seed, but they've kind of gone off the deep end lately. Some say it's okay, but when you release a double album, both night and day, and the emotions that uh, uh, that uh, kind of go with this, you're yeah. kind of confused on their game plan. Coldplay, everyday life. Yeah. Now, Chris Martin, frontman of Coldplay, you were married to Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't need you telling me about everyday life, my friend. <laughs> you are living an everyday life that none of us seem to understand. But accurate. for a lot of young tweens out there, she's singing songs that we all kind of understand. From being the bad guy to uh, a variety of other emotions, Billie Eilish and When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Obvious number one pick here and the best album of 2019 and 2020. She took home five Grammys. We're going to see if she can actually come out with a non-sophomore slump. But as her debut album, a five-time Grammy winner, Billie Eilish has to move on from the first round. Oh, I think she's going to be tough to beat this whole this whole tourney. Uh, honestly, like even when she gets to the other brackets. And by the way, there are some surprises in my own bracket, which is the best things to binge, both television and TV. Uh, John has just presented us the the music region of my NCAA bracket that probably shouldn't exist but does. <laughs> Uh, which I'm just so happy that it does now. It'll all be up on social media tonight because Cody Goff from Curiosity Daily will be joining me just next. This is almost a Selection Tuesday show now. Uh, he'll be joining me next to give you his region and the results of his first round like you just did. Uh, but John Davies at WBNQ, thank you so much for joining us. This was hilariously fun uh, and something that I think I need to do a lot more of. i got to take a break. I don't know if I'll have any time left, but if you hang on, I might be able to ask you one or two other dumb questions uh, before I let you go. But thank you for that whole bracket, Great man. Great stuff, Greg. It's exciting. I'll be here. I'm excited. This is, this is the tourney we needed in 2020. Quick break. Greg Collins Show, AM 1230 WJBC. Hanging out with you guys every single uh, Monday through Friday from 2 to 6. Usually it's on Mondays that we get this conversation with Cody Goff. He is the co-host of Curiosity Daily. It is a wonderful, award-winning podcast uh, that'll make you smarter in just a few minutes every single day. He previews a lot of the topics uh, that you had just previously heard on the show. Cody, welcome back to the Craig Collins Show. Good to talk to you, Craig. Happy Tuesday. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, we didn't get you on on Monday because we had a press conference go uh, longer than we expected it to. We're actually moments away from another press conference, so that's why we're squeezing in at four. Uh, and But you've been awesome with me. Uh, normally when you're on the show, we promote uh, the things, like I said, that have been on your podcast. But I wanted to challenge some of my favorite people uh, that do my program to create NCAA-style brackets of the things they're an expert in so that we can all compete against each other. Mine is binge TV and movies. I got a buddy here at one of the music stations, John Davies, who made a, a music binge, and he took it very seriously, Cody. He did just things that came out between 2019 and 2020, so he actually did a season uh, for music. And then I got a, a regular listener named Dan, and I got a few listeners I like, so Dan's not my only favorite. I don't want Brian or Linda or Dave or any of, them out, any of the other ones to get mad. Uh, but Dan threw together a sports list. You have science, et cetera, because you are a science expert, and the, the category of science is actually quite vast. It's it's very vast. It's very vast. These are not all things that I've done myself. Sure, <laughs> but there are suge- there are suggestions for other people uh, that are tangentially related to science. They're they're loosely related to science. So don't don't think that you gotta put on a lab coat and goggles. You you can do this right. pretty much no matter who you are. Every one of these things, in some way, shape, or form, will have you experiencing science while doing it. And by the way, the name of this competition, as named by Dan Lloyd, is the Craig Collins Show presents the Social Distancing Stay at Home and Entertain Yourself Tournament, which is definitely not too long of a title. 
Um, and I'm going to keep saying that. But so let's get into it. And another thing we have to mention about the science bracket, atypical of a, of a NCAA tournament, your teams do not have seeds because of equality in the science space. We wanted all things to feel equal. So none of your things have been seeded. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Science plays no favorites. Uh, and so these are pretty much random. <laughs> All right, so let's do it a matchup at a time. You have eight matchups to get through. Uh, what is the first matchup you'd like to share in your science region of my NCAA tournament? Uh, well, the first one is uh, a couple things you can do at home. You can make Play-Doh. All you really need is cornstarch, oh. not too hard. Uh, and that goes up against microwaving peeps. Uh, <laughs> very timely because uh-huh. Easter is here, even though the Vatican pretty much canceled Easter, which is very sad. I'm, I'm Catholic, and that's I am too. very, very sad. Um, so this is, this was really hard. You know, making Play-Doh probably more fun if you're a parent, whereas Peeps in the Microwave, that never gets old no matter how young or old you are. So mm-hmm. I'm going to probably have to go with Peeps in the Microwave winning that one. Fair enough. You get unilateral decision-making in the first round. I would say that Peeps in the Microwave sounds exciting but winds up being more boring in execution. But, again, this is not for me to decide. This is you to decide. <laughs> so the, the Peep Microwaving moves on, which everyone should do at least once. Uh, give me the next matchup. All right, next matchup is uh, deep-frying a stick of butter. Uh, so using a little bit of, uh, you know, ke- chemistry there, cooking science. Hold on, uh, hold on, why not? hold on. The first three have all involved some level of, like, are you, have you been bored um, on a food uh, standpoint while you're at home, Cody? Oh, no, 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 there's plenty that don't have to do with food. Okay. But, yeah, probably about half. I have noticed I've been eating a lot more in different things because yeah. it's the only thing to break up your day, let's be it honest. Is. It truly uh, is. So what did, <laughs> what did deep-frying a stick of butter go up against? Well, it went up against uh, listening to Curiosity Daily, oh. uh, the award-winning science podcast. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as much as deep-frying a stick of butter, uh, <laughs> it, there's nothing good. There's, this is the worst match. I just did it so that my podcast would win. <laughs> um, it, it's like putting a really bad wild card team up yeah. against the champions. So you're not, it's, it doesn't matter. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I, to to be totally honest, man, some of those, you know, uh, division things, some of those conference things, you get a champion you don't expect and they land in the bracket. So who knows if Loyola would have done that well this year. I'm taking shots now at the Missouri Valley enemy we have. Uh, they probably wouldn't have done that well. That's your uh, deep frying a stick of butter. That's your Loyola team. See, I keep That's... spinning it back to sports because I'm overly obsessed and really miss the NCAA. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so Curiosity Daily obviously destroyed uh, deep frying a stick of butter. That makes sense because there's just so many things you can do when you listen to the, deep, uh, the, the Curiosity Daily podcast. What is your next matchup? All right. The next one, uh, a couple different, I don't know if it's a science, but bird watching is ornithology. And that, mm-hmm. that sounds kind of sciencey, so sure. Uh, and infusing oils. Uh, and it doesn't have to be oils, tinctures, syrups, you know, Ooh. make like a, a flavored uh, ah. a oil for cooking or like uh, an aromatic yeah. oil to, you know, just kind of scent it. So, you know, it's tricky because you're stuck at home, you're inside, you'll be looking outside a lot. Um, for bird watching is nice. Uh, the infusing oils is nice. I, this is a really tough one. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go with infusing oils, though, because, uh, you know, maybe you can always see birds. Let's face it. And birds are kind of are really annoying. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, they're pretty, but, like, they're not fun. Like, no one likes birds. Like, if you had a bird in your house, you yeah. wouldn't be like, oh, what a cute bird. You'd just like, I don't know, man. I, birds suck. Uh, so. <laughs> wow. That is, that is a take I never expected from the Cody Goff. On the Curiosity Daily interview, uh, that's that's awesome. Birds do kind of suck, especially the ones you can view from just your window. It's not like you're going to get to you know go to a, a zoo because they're all closed and see fancy ones. You just see a bunch of the same. So I mm-hmm. totally agree with you. And again, not that my opinion matters because right now you're making all the decisions yourself. We are going to flip these brackets 
Uh, we're going to go from you making unilateral decisions to me making them on your, your bracket at some point. So, oh. so we're, we're all going to deal with that. Um, but let's go ahead. Let's do the next matchup. What do you got? All right, well, while I still have control, then i got to do this one. So uh, the next one involves uh, the science of reproduction. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, mm-hmm. Which uh, <laughs> means just getting down and dirty with uh-huh. uh, the person uh, you live with. <gasps> well, if that's not awkward for you, um, that I think is going to be a pretty fun, popular activity for some couples <laughs> who are still speaking to each other at this yeah. point. I feel like um, if you did seed it, this could be a one seed for what some people are going to do with their time. But go ahead. It's a one seed, but uh, get ready because the the number, uh, what it goes up against is mixology, making new cocktails. So this is actually really relevant to me because we have a liquor full of, uh, a cabinet full of liquor, and we're moving hopefully to a house in the next uh, few months. We're in the house market. So we've got all this alcohol we got to get rid of. So I'm like, you know what? Like, what am I've never had this blackberry brandy. Why do I have blackberry brandy? Uh So go online, find some recipes, make some new cocktails, you know, call it a day. Uh, I know you may think you know the winner, but I'm actually going to go with cocktails on this one. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it in your voice. I am stunned to see this upset in the first. I am stunned to see this upset in the first round. That the uh, the knocking boots uh, situation is not going to be uh, a team that advances past the the initial uh, set of competition here. Because I just you know, and I, I will say this, Cody. I'm glad that we made unilateral decisions. Uh, and I know that you've announced the fact that your wife is pregnant on a few of your things, so I think I can say it here. I hope I can say it here. Uh, yep, but I, yep. I, I think that led into your way of thinking when you compared mixology to the other thing because you're a married man with a pregnant wife. That's just me saying it as to which one you value more <laughs> currently. But I, that's, that's as far as I'm going to go there. So let's go ahead to the next matchup. What do we got? Sure. I know my final note on that is, hey, you got to remember also cocktails often lead to the reproduction. <laughs> so sure. I'm saying, you know, you know, you kind of win two times got to switch things up when you're when you're gotcha. uh, you know, at home so uh next one a couple things so uh you know this is the science bracket so you got to have the mandatory vinegar and baking soda mm-hmm. you know just dump some vinegar and baking soda watch the little homemade <laughs> volcano okay you know fun fun little thing it's sure. like you know it's a thing but i've never actually done that the other one is play with fire now what i mean by that is like we have a fireplace but do you know how to build a fire from scratch because no. i sure don't no. yeah i have no idea so now would be a good time uh, to, you know, build a fire. It's cold outside if you have a fireplace. Yeah. Maybe even learn how to build a fire because uh, it's starting to feel like apocalypse, and it might make you feel like you're more ready <laughs> for the apocalypse if yeah. you play with a fire. Um, this is a tough one because not everyone has a fireplace, but, um, you know, just you can start a small fire somewhere. So I'm going to go with uh, learn to make a fire, play with fire, however you want to put that. I want to I wanna go ahead and say at this moment, that all ideas expressed are Cody Goff's and Cody Goff's alone. Uh, WJBC and the Craig Collins Show is not necessarily encouraging people to play with fire, quote. But if you were a scientist in, in op, uh, optimum conditions, I think that would be a pretty entertaining skill to learn, especially for like a Boy Scout of some kind when they used to have to do that. So I totally get it. I still can't get over the fact that the one seed that I was most afraid to compete against when we all get down to the final levels of this competition is already out of the game. But uh, <laughs> what, is your, what is your... How many... Matchups do we have left, by the way? I don't even know how many we've we have done three, now. Three left. Okay, three what's, left. what's your next one? Uh, the next one is you can either dye your hair, so a little bit of chemistry there with, mm-hmm. your, with your hair, or flower cross-pollination. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, putting some seeds down. You know, uh-huh. my wife and I actually did this. We, we planted some seeds in little tiny cups so nice. that they can germinate because sure. um, it's too cold to plant right now, but then we'll transfer them to outside 
when we, uh, you know, once they kind of, you know, grow a little bit. So that's, that's, that's genetics. That's reproduction. That's learning a little bit about that. Um, I'm going to go, you know, I would normally like that because I love planting. I love gardening. It's really therapeutic. It has lots of health benefits when you plant. Um, but at the same time, when when is a better time to dye your hair? No, no one's going to see you. It's a great no one's going to see you. Yeah. I look like garbage right now, Craig. <laughs> I look like actual human trash. Sure. Like, just take me out. I mean, I have not groomed in any way in weeks. I look, it's bad. It's, I really let myself go. Sure. Okay, fair which, enough. That's <laughs> which is maybe another reason why uh, sex lost out. Uh, yeah, to be honest, <laughs> lots of things are going on there. Uh, okay, so wait, who is the who is the winner now? And I'm sorry, I got a, I got a, two things happening at once now. All of a sudden, because we're getting closer to this this thing. Who uh, is the winner? Winners dye your hair. Dye Thank your hair you. is the winner. Dye your hair right totally now. Makes sense. Go do it. Totally makes sense. I, I agree. Cool. Uh, what are the last two? Two, two more quick ones. Uh, so uh, filling water glasses with like water and like tapping on them to like make music. You know the xylophone thing. Yeah, yeah, I do. totally do. I totally do. You know, so it's, it's physics. That's physics. Yeah. Uh, the other one, I just wrote down cyanotype, and I don't know what that even means. <laughs> Where does it, I mean, I know what that means, but oh, 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 it's a, uh, okay, oh, this is kind of a long thing, but basically, oh you my can God. Come and, I, I won't get too into it, but no. you, there are a lot of ways to make photographs, like mm-hmm. amateur photography, <laughs> using like light boxes and really basic materials, um, but that's like a rabbit hole. Just Google cyanotype. <laughs> It's it's really cool, but you need materials. It doesn't matter. Just fill water it's glasses. It's a photographic Please. printing process that produces a cyan blueprint. So it's a very specific color of the. This this is hilarious that this is a competing a competing. Uh, <laughs> who does cyanotype win? I hope they win. They they can't. It's too much of a okay, rabbit hole. Yeah. Just just Google homemade photography, and you you can actually <laughs> do some really fun, really cool projects yeah. and like make cool artwork. And there's some fun ways to do it, but just fill water glasses because then you can post it on YouTube and show your friends, mm-hmm. and you can play like the theme from Top Gun or something. You know, everyone wins. Yeah, amen so, to that. The water glasses. I you know yeah. I just got a text uh, saying how interesting it is to learn more about the guests that I have on this show. Because John Davies and you have just incredible brackets. Both of you guys do. And I'm so happy I did this back-to-back. I promise for anyone listening that's still asking themselves, what the heck is this? That we will move on to the important (laughs) stuff you need, too. We're getting it every few minutes on AM 1230 and on WJBC. But this is as important, ways that we entertain ourselves when we're all stuck at home. Uh, Are we up to your last matchup, Cody? Last matchup, yeah. Okay, who is it? All right, one is baking. Uh, because baking is chemistry again. Oh my, God, my wife is ba- doing so much baking. Sorry, continue. Really? What's she baking? Because I have banana cream pie down here. Um, I'm not sure what she's doing. She's but, ba- everything she's baking. Everything's gluten free. There's brownies. There's cookies. There's kinds. Of, she's watching baking shows constantly, and she's finding things that I guess we've had in our cupboard for like weeks. And she's like, I think I can still bake this. And just every day I come home, and I feel like I'm I'm part of a baking show. <laughs> it's good. That's it's great. fun. It, it, it is. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Pe- people often say cooking is an art, baking is a science. Yeah. I actually think they're both an art, really, and they're both a science. But um, baking is really great, especially if it's a delicious pie. Yep. Uh, and the other, the, what it goes up against, though, is sharpening knives. <laughs> um, okay. So that's physics. And here's the thing. Like, the cutting knives in, in my cutting block uh, in my kitchen, we have not sharpened the knives ever, which, like, they're getting dull. And we've been saying for, like, a year, like, we need to sharpen our knives. We need to sharpen our knives so we can cut a butternut squash and not... Feel like we're like you know sawing it off. I don't mean oh like gosh. hunting or combat knives. Yeah, I, gotcha. I just mean nutrition knives. Um, you know, in this case, I think the ability to sharpen knives is like another. You know, <laughs> if the apocalypse happens, yes, you're gonna need that skill. You are. So is 
as delicious as pies are, I'm going to say stop putting off that project, learn to sharpen your knives, go into that block in your kitchen, make them good as new. You'll feel like you got a whole new set of knives. You'll save yourself a ton of dough. Oh my! <laughs> All the jokes you just made there were tremendous, and I, I I loved every one of them. And I might I might save all that as an audio piece and play it for the rest of my life. I, it needs to be my ringtone. I think that amount of jokes in that short amount of time. I got to break. I'm so behind on commercials. Cody Goff is the co-host of Curiosity Daily. It's a podcast you need to listen to because his brain is is behind it. And the brain you just heard creating that list of incredible things that are not seated because science is equality. And all things are equal in their, on their bracket. I got a break, Cody. Thank you for doing it. You're listening to the Craig Collins Social Distancing Entertain Yourself at Home Selection Show. Kind of. I mean, it's sort of a selection show. Uh, Dan Lloyd, who did the voice of that uh, and is a new friend uh, that loves also The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, uh, joins me. Dan, how you doing, bud? Good. Hanging in there. Oh, amen. We're all hanging in there. Um, even though we just heard from the president, there's a lot of stuff to digest, discuss from what he's saying. He's fighting the battle of trying to open up part of the country and how that works. Uh, we're going we're gonna to get away from that topic and have a little bit more fun for the last few minutes on the Craig Collins Show because I'm building the most ridiculous NCAA bracket in the history of, of ridiculous NCAA brackets, which I think is probably extensive. I'm putting all these different regions together. Uh, you built one about sports things. My buddy Cody made one about science stuff. Uh, John Davies at BNQ has a music one. And I'm going to debut my region, the binge-watching region today. Uh, we're also going to uh, mention the fact that you have winners from your round one, correct? I, I do, and there was some uh, surprising upsets. <laughs> I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to hear there's going to be some upsets in my bracket as well. Uh, but these are all just coming from our own individual, you know, whatever we feel like thrown in there. There's no uh, big giant group of other people like weighing in, and we're unilaterally deciding winners in the first round. And I just I want a distraction, and I feel like this is a fun one. Uh, so here, let's go. I just want you to judge me a little bit on this, Dan, as I get to judge you. Here are my 16, actually 17 teams that made the binge-watch region. Uh, there is a play-in game. The play-in is for the 12th seed. I'm impressed you did the play-in game. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm obsessed with the NCAA tourney and very disappointed it doesn't exist. Uh, there's a play-in game. It's for the 12th seed, uh, which I'll get to in a second, but let's start with the 8-9 the nine matchup. Uh, the 8 is Pixar Binge. It is a, a movie binge I'm currently doing, and I started doing because I have Disney+, Plus, so you can get it most effectively on the Disney+, Plus streaming platform. Uh, but you binge in order of release the Pixar movies, and they're actually, they get really good. I don't know how you feel about a Pixar film, uh, but to me, there's some very good films within that at set of things. They get better as they go, and I think that's going to be a really tough one to beat as we keep going through the tournament. And the fact that they're an eight seed, too, might surprise some people, but they are. They're... Yeah, I was shocked about that. Okay, they're going up against the nine seed Game of Thrones, the TV show. This is TV and movie together in one bracket. The Game of Thrones binge which uh, was a, a hugely popular TV show outside of its, its final season uh, that aired on HBO. Uh, you'll see, as, as I have a few different HBO programs uh, in my thing, that I, I'm a fan. Um, but they're, they're the nine. They do lose to Pixar in the first round. I will go ahead and announce that. Uh, Pixar does defeat them. And as you said, it's, it's a hard team to beat moving forward, I, I think. So uh, Pixar beats Two extremes going against each other there. Se- seriously, yeah. There's, it's a ki- mostly for kids thing, and the other thing is 100% not for children. You do not want to watch this in a group <laughs> uh, with them. And the, the last season is terrible. Did you watch Game of Thrones? I, I did watch a little bit of okay. it. Okay, the last season's awful, so that's the biggest reason. They stumbled down the finish, uh, and they lose to I would Pixar. agree with that. Uh, the 7 versus the 10. The 7 seed is Seinfeld, one of the best TV shows ever 
uh, on television. Uh, shocking that it comes in at 7. Again, the people who, who seated this thing might have been drunk while doing it. I don't know who they were. <laughs> they might have been a little intoxicated. They go up against Star Wars movies uh, coming in as the 10 seed in my bracket. Star Wars movies versus Seinfeld television. And yet again, we're going chalk here. Seinfeld takes down Star Wars. Same problem. Ooh. Same problem that Game of Thrones has. The last installment was atrocious. That is my feeling. That's my take. Uh, the last Star Wars movie, not good, if you ask one, Craig. Uh, Colin, so so Seinfeld moves on uh, yet again, surprising some people in that bracket. But start, they just and start. social distancing there. Social distancing <laughs> with Seinfeld at the very end there. That's true. So. They're right. They're all locked in jail uh, again. Well, actually, that's not a very good ending. I, I man, I get so uh, that, stuck into the ending of things, man, uh, Dan, that I shouldn't. I probably obsess about it too much. No, I agree. That was a it was a bad ending to Seinfeld, but you know, I, I have to agree. So the Star Wars ending was worse. Yeah, so, it, it was. It was. Yeah. It honestly was a hundred percent like it could have been written by any fan on the internet because it was just totally servicing those people. Uh, all right, let's yeah. go to the the six versus the eleven seed. Uh, we got the six, the Lord of the Rings movie binge, which is actually uh, to a lot of people one of the best uh, uh, film series that exists in the world. Uh, and they go up against a another nerd one. I actually like this matchup a lot. Lord of the Rings playing Harry Potter, the Harry Potter movie binge, which is much, much longer than Lord of the Rings. I will say that. Uh, before That's going to be a really tough one. Before I announce the winner, are you a fan of either of these things? Do you do you feel like there's one that should win it, out of curiosity? I'm I'm leaning a little bit more towards Lord of, the, Lord of the Rings than Harry Potter. Okay, I understand that. Totally get it. But, you know, in just an upset that shocked everybody because of the stumbling oh, wow. out of the gate, Lord of the Rings loses in the first round to a Harry Potter binge <laughs> and the Deathly Hallows, Hallows two-parter that uh, just <laughs> took him down. I, I know it's shocking, man. I feel terrible about it. But definitely 100% Lord of the Rings stumbled there. Uh, I, I think I'm biased. It's not my favorite. It's very nerd. Um, and I'm, I'm a huge nerd. But I think, you know, it's not the kind of thing I can sit through all of them and enjoy. But I could watch several of Harry Potter movie. And I know my news guy, Neil Doyle, will probably be ha- happy to hear that Harry Potter makes it another round. That's, that's a big upset. I'm, I'm shocked about that. I, I would have leaned more towards Lord of the Rings, but I, I'm trusting your judgment on that one. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't trust my judgment at all. I actually I said this uh, the other day to Cody. The way we're going to do this is the next round, we're going to hand our brackets to other people and let them make unilateral decisions on who wins and loses so we can be very upset because we're going to lose all control uh, very soon. Uh, the, number, <laughs> the number five versus the number 12, the 12 is a play-in game. Uh, the play-in game is two shows that are very uh, easily linked. Cheers and Frasier, uh, because Frasier was spun off of Cheers. They're playing for that 12 seed, and just to announce it, Frasier did win. Frasier took down Cheers. I think oh, it's a, wow. I think it's a better show. I'm going to be honest, like the the entirety of it. Uh, I know that the characters and everything is iconic. The will they won't they of Cheers is one of the best will they won't they ever. But I'm I'm going Frasier here as a winner in the playing game to go ahead and try to go up against Mash, which is a five seed, which is also sort of crazy. And Mash just Which I think is very low. Very, yeah. very low for I think, Mash. I think that's fair, Dan. Mash crushed Frazier, just so you know. Like, this game was embarrassing okay, for everyone involved. <laughs> Frazier had to walk off the court and just a fat. I don't think they want to play anymore <laughs> because Mash just destroyed them. And they also are now complaining a lot on the social media that they are inappropriately seated. Just so you know, Mash agrees. I'm a huge, huge Mash fan, that's and an I think show. there's a lot of Mash people out there. I'm a, I'm a huge Mash fan. I've actually walked, uh, traveled to, and uh, hiked to the site in California where they filmed it. I'm that big of a fan. There you so. go. Oh, and honestly, like it ends like there's. I don't think you can criticize anything at all about Mash 
um, from start to finish, the way in which they they put characters in a serious situation but but bring so much levity to the show, so many iconic characters, and then the ending of it. I think every part of it is, greatest, is tremendous. Greatest finale ever in te- television history will never be. Oh, mad. oh, I don't so. know about that. I, I disagree there. I'm heard Dan. Okay, I don't want to give you control of my bracket now. I'm afraid of what's going to happen. <laughs> The number, the number four seed, uh, which the only reason I mention them first and not who they're playing is because of what you just said and how tremendously I disagree. Sopranos is the number four seed in my tournament. That is the best television ending of any ending ever on TV because it's so wide open to interpretation. And even though they've now said what they think happens, if you want if one show, I recommend one show that you binge watch, even though it comes in at a four in my bracket, Sopranos is that show. I love it especially the ending, better than MASH. Hot take? Is that a hot take? That's a hot take. I, I would have to, I mean, it's a great ending, and I would agree with you. you. You'd also have to take the fact that would Sopranos survive back when MASH was on TV with what was going on at that time with TV at the time? Yeah. You know, there's a whole different interpretation there of, of what was on TV then and what is on TV now and how it's all talked about. That's true. So, that's that's a really good point, Dan. I to be honest, I I'm now getting impressed with your television nerddom. Uh, I feel like it's your. <laughs> I don't know what's. I don't want to. Uh, okay, uh, moving on to the three seed, and again, shocking to me, the guy who created the bracket entirely on his own, so it shouldn't be shocking. But the three seed is Godfather, the Godfather trilogy binge, only because when I went into the binge mode of this thing, I had to include three. Uh, the Godfather right. three dynamic dropped it down from a one seed. If it were just the two movies. I think it would actually be the one seed and just ignore three, but I, you have to do all of them as according to the rules that I arbitrarily made up. And Godfather definitely destroys. And I mean more embarrassing than the Frazier-Mash matchup. This was like two teams just in opposite spectrums of the world. The 14 seed is Tom Hanks and or Meg Ryan rom-coms, <laughs> including Joe vs. the Volcano. And actually, wow. if we recommend the binge correctly to our listener Dave, who loves that movie so much, you can start and end the binge with Joe versus the volcano, and still the Godfather <laughs> decimated it, just just ruined it to an extent that no one will ever speak of this game again because it felt like <laughs> it felt like a high school team played a bunch of kids. That's what it felt like happened. They shouldn't even taken the court. They should not even taken the court. Honestly, they should. They like after the first half, they should not have come back. That's the way that that happened. Uh, the number two seed. This is, I think, to a lot of uh, critics, and I, I like the show. I don't know if you've seen it, but to a lot of critics, it's, it's one of the best shows ever made. The Wire, uh, it's an HBO show, uh, excellently done. The Wire is the two seed. It goes up against a shocking team. Uh, and, Dan, I'll let you in a second mention all the things that have been neglected in my 16-, 17-team bracket because there's a lot of TV shows, a lot of movies. People will be confused or not in here at all. Uh, but The Wire went up against Betty's Cooking Show Binge, which is a, a, a specifically tailored, a specifically curated uh, set of cooking shows that Betty has been binging currently. Uh, my wife, she loves them. Uh, we can give you the whole list on social media, facebook.com slash Craig Collins Show. But The Wire plays my wife's cooking shows. And even though, Dan, I was told that if it didn't go the way that, that you know I, I was saying it was going to go, I was going to get in a fight. Like She's told me so many times like it had, the winner has to be a thing. This is the closest game, the, the closest game in the first round for sure. Uh, but the winner in the two versus the 15 seed. Hold on, wait a minute. I'm getting a text. Okay, nope. The winner is Betty's Cooking Show Binge. Betty's Cooking Show Binge wins this round. <laughs> is it a buzzer beater? It's, it's a buzzer. It's a, it's a very threatening buzzer beater text uh, that happens. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen in my bracket now. If I'm going to keep getting I can't believe. Oh, my God. That is a shocking upset. 
to even the guy who created the bracket. The two seed is out. The wire is done. Betty's cooking That's shows. That's preventing you from sleeping on the couch, right? Well, it's it's, preve- it's a lot of things were threatened in a very quick text. <laughs> I'm impressed at how quickly. I think she had that ready to go for when I got to this round. But the wire shockingly loses uh, the Betty's cooking show binge that includes like kids baking championships, Master Chef, a bunch of things. It is a. Uh, it's moving on to the second round. The one seed, um, Dan, I'm, I'm a nerd. I, I'm a comic book nerd. I'm a superhero nerd. It's a thing. If I'm talking about my favorite, uh, not the thing that I think is the best set of movies that exist in the world, but my favorite set of movies to binge, the Marvel superhero movie binge, uh, to watch them all in order, it's my one seed. Uh, it's going up against Scrubs. The Scrubs TV show is fantastic, and it's another thing that Betty and I are currently binging. And even as I can see that I'm getting even more texts about who should win in this game, I don't care. Marvel movie is definitely moving on. The one seed wins in the first round. They defeat Scrubs, an excellent television show that I encourage a lot of people to revisit right now, especially with how much we're talking about our, our, our medical community. But, but Marvel does move on, defeating Scrubs, the one versus the 16. And that is the first round of my binge bracket. Impressive. Impressive. Thank you. Uh, you I would say I was, shocked. I was shocked that you left out the office. Yep. I was very shocked that the office was left off. I was also shocked at one that I think you can binge watch greatly, which is, is in this kind of realm of an iconic show, is ER. Yeah. ER is the one that was a, a very iconic show that people loved and, and loved to watch. But Marvel, I was shocked because when we first introduced this, you were all about The Godfather. I am. And so when you kind of teased it that, hey, that's not going to be number one, I was, I was ready to find out what that is. And I think <laughs> Marvel movies, is, by far, I was on the edge of my seat the whole week until I found out. So. Oh, did you, do you think it's an appropriate one or no? I don't know how you feel I about it. I think it is. I think in this time, I think that this is something that kids and, and parents can enjoy, and it's a chance to get out of reality right now. If, and like I said to you, I think that in a message this week, we're becoming a creative nation, and we're yeah. actually using our brains now. And, uh, yeah. you know, I think it's a great it's a great chance for kids to just, uh, you know, interact with parents and, and kind of step away from all this. Well, and there's there's a few reasons why. I guess I can throw the logic, because i I got a bunch more commercials to get to, so i got to take a break, um, and I, I want to be on time for Dave Ramsey. But there's a bunch of reasons why it comes in at one. As you said, it's a shareable thing, and some of the other things on my list are not uh, for all everyone that's at home. Two, it's just a tremendous amount of movies. There's like 23 films in the Marvel Studios production vault and a bunch of them that all all take place together are connected to each other Uh, are they all exceptional no but several of them actually are according to critics as well as just the people who see them several of these movies are 90 something percent on the rotten tomatoes so critics love it people love it the biggest box office uh, grossing movie of all time is in there in the last marvel movie so it is the one seed it does move on uh, no OG Spider-Man trilogy from a John Davies. No, no OG Spider-Man trilogy. The Marvel trilogy is better. And the Spider-Man movies, John Davies, that currently exist, are better than the ones with Tobey Maguire. Yet another hot take on the Craig Collins show. I don't know if you agree, Dan, but that's the road I'm going. They're the best Spider-Man movies ever created, the, the most recent ones. I'm on your team on there this There we one. go. Tom Holland, way better Spidey. All right, I got to take a break. I got to get out of here, Dan. I'm thrilled that you jumped in. Uh, send me your winners, too. I can't wait to see them. Everything will debut, and next week we have round two where we're all going to give other people control of our brackets and then get really mad at the decisions they make, uh, and I can't <laughs> wait for that to happen. You're going to have control of mine, Dan, by the way. You're, all right, you're you the best, it. buddy. Uh, I'm very scared about that. All right, talk to you later, bud. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> it's Craig Collins' show on AM 1230 WJBC and at times just on the Internet. Uh, we are finishing off our first round of the NCA bracket built here uh, on my show, a ridiculous bracket of a bunch of things you can do with your time. Uh, because we're all stuck at home. My guest is Dan Lloyd, who created the first of the regions, the sports region, 
And I think a lot of people really want to know what happened, Dan. Well, it was pretty exciting. We'll start out with the uh, 16 versus one. We thought that uh, old VHS tapes had a chance of a uh, potential upset. Um, and they had a short bench, though, because not enough people could find old VCRs uh, to play those tapes. Um, but those that took the court had a lot of tracking calls <laughs> against them. And so uh, there were some issues there. And uh, definitely also I think there was an issue of trying to find enough good material to actually play and show. So yeah. Rocky advances out of the first round in the one through 16. Yeah, no, honestly, man, I mean, that's going to be a huge part of this thing is the fact that, yes, we all think that our, our sports thing is is excellent, but it's probably not as good as Rocky fighting Drago. Or... <laughs> it had a chance, but not, it came up short. Right. Steve Biscuit and Miracle was the 8-9 and nine seed, um, and there was an actual power outage that happened during the game. But Miracle, they came through and together as a team with the chant, who do we play for? Um, <laughs> they actually won the game with a play they called again. And uh, they just kept playing that uh, same play over and over again. So Miracle advances out of the first round on that one. So that was your two versus your 15? That was my not eight versus my nine. Oh, I'm my bad. going down as you would go on the uh, on the bracket there. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Let's go. All right, so then what's the next match? All right. Uh, five would be Chariots of Fire versus the 12 breaking away. Chariots of Fire actually played the game like a soundtrack on repeat every time they ran up the court. <laughs> and it was an emotionally draining victory for sure for all yeah. that was involved. And uh, Chariots of Fire advances. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, let's just let's rapid fire through this thing. This is fun, man. Uh, all right. Let's go. F four versus 13, which is Jimmy, Jimmy V's SB speech versus Chasing Mavericks. Jimmy V's teams played extremely inspired basketball for some reason. And it uh, must have been the pregame talk. But in the words of Dick Vitale, it was epic, baby. <laughs> and uh, Jimmy V's SB speech advances over chasing Mavericks. My son Maverick is going to be a little bit disappointed on that one. Oh, uh, I, six I, versus. I know. No, no, no. Hold on. I know that problem well. The uh, the making decisions that you might make for other family members. I got to ask you though. Out of all the SB speeches, all the award speeches, everything. This sounds like by far your favorite, the Jimmy V one. It's it's definitely the one that started it all, and and the don't give up, don't ever give up. And I, mm -hmm. I think. During this time, um, it, it really brings true to what we need to focus on, which is we need to focus on what's what's important, and that's our family and the time that we have with them and to not take it for granted. So I think it's going to be a hard one to beat uh, through the rest of this tournament. Wow, look at that. I make a silly bracket with a bunch of, like, nonsense uh, ideas, and you come in with the most touching thing of all. I mean, honestly, Dan, great commentary on our current situation. Go ahead, next round. Uh, six versus 11. Six was the USA 4x100 freestyle relay Beijing Olympics uh, versus 11, which was Hoop Dreams. Mm -hmm. uh, the USA actually went with a streamlined approach with a team of just four people. Um, they were wearing unique skin-tight full-body uniforms that we've never seen before <laughs> on the court. Um, but the final play included passes from the other three members of the team before a man known as the anchor shot a true Hail Mary from a full court shot and it went in with time running out. Sure. Full, uh, the USA uh, 4x100 freestyle relay in Beijing advances, and I'm excited for whoever does my bracket next to actually watch that race and uh, <laughs> see if you get some goosebumps during it. So they took on, the, the relay team took on an actual basketball uh, movie and lost in a basketball competition. That is impressive athletic achievement right there. Well, Hoop Dreams had a little problem. Hoop Dreams is about a two-hour and 50-minute movie, and the problem was we had some buffering issues, so there was an injury <laughs> issue there. We had some buffering, um, and it made the movie almost go three hours and 30 minutes. So that was also a challenge for Hoop Dreams. Well, and honestly, if you've seen it, uh, it builds up those characters. Neither one of them had an NBA career. I'm not trying to be mean to the, the guys that they follow there, but 
It's not like they, you know, okay. Uh, anyway, I don't want to be any more insulting to what were children, uh, well, teenagers in the movie. Let's move on. Next one. Right. Uh, three, a basketball movie, Hoosiers, versus 14, which is the ESPN 30 for 30 documentaries on OJ. Uh, Coach Norman Dale of Hoosiers actually got thrown out of the game. He was arguing a questionable call at the beginning of the game because the other coaching staff, who called themselves the Dream Team, they actually asked that no foul calls be uh, called against their team. And uh, it was a back-and-forth contest, but in the end, OJ actually just didn't have one last run in him, and yeah. he was uh, not available for comment after the game. No, so, I act- Hoosiers advances. I actually heard he's been driving a white Bronco since the game, and he just refuses to pull over. <laughs> it's ins- I don't know what he's doing. OJ is not taking this well which is really scary for the rest of us. All right, let's move on to the next one. Seven versus 10 was Karate Kid versus Rocky Four, and it was almost a buzzer beater as it came down to the best villain catchphrase. A long three-point shot of sweep the leg rolled off the rim, but a putback shot of get him a body bag was actually blocked by uh-huh. I must break you as the final buzzer sounded and Rocky Four advances. Okay, wait a minute. You said that the uh, the end of this competition was the best villain catchphrase. That is by yes. far one of my favorite things. We should do that as a tiebreaker. Maybe any competition that takes place moving forward, if they go to like triple overtime, just start quoting catchphrases, best one wins. I love that idea. Oh, I, I, I think that's a great idea. And right. honestly, Drago, uh, he was available for con- uh, comment after the game, uh, but he uh, had very few words to share afterwards. <laughs> But his wife said a lot of things and then divorced him, I think, which is terrible. Yeah, his wife said a lot of things. And if you watch Creed 2, it it kind of shows what happened afterwards. So we we know. And by the way, that last thing about the villain catchphrase, that is very friendly for social distancing. So if teams want to play that, you know, from their homes, they can do it. All right, let's move on to the next one. The last one was Field of Dreams going up against another baseball movie. So Field of Dreams was the two seed versus 15, the natural. Yeah. Field of Dreams won this in a blowout because Terrence Mann being named most valuable player of the game for his outstanding social distancing. And uh, (laughs) do you remember in the movie, he actually shares that the only time he ever left his house was to take walks, which is uh, the only thing that you're kind of supposed to do right now is only take walks and leave your house or forget to go for essential business. Yeah. Um, and let's face it, it took Kevin Costner the use of a sad story and a, a, a <laughs> finger for a gun to actually get him to leave the house. So uh, Terrence Mann, in probably one of the greatest speeches in mo- uh, sports movie uh, movie history, yeah. um, and one that I think that we all should uh, listen to as, uh, as, as we miss baseball starting. Um, but Field of Dreams advances in this one. Well, honestly, and at 89 years old, the fact that James Earl Jones can still play that that well in any of this kind of stuff just impresses me in general. That's the oldest guy, I think, in the whole competition, I'm guessing. Yeah, and uh, the other thing is it brings up a, a good point that I've seen a lot of controversy over the years of what was Terrence Mann's role in this movie? What was his true yeah. role? Because um, it was always a question at the end of that movie, and it's, it brings up a good debate. So, um Definitely uh, just a, a great uh, bracket and uh, interested to see what happens in the second round. Well, and look, I, we all built our brackets differently. Cody went completely nuts with science, et cetera, things. And then there's no seating because he wanted it all to be uh, fair, which I don't know how we're going to play with that. Uh, we have a bunch of music stuff. We've got your sports stuff, which might do well because we're all missing sports. So it kind of makes sense if this, this succeeds. And then my bracket, which is just an insane amount of binging uh, that you and I covered just before this. But thanks. Uh, Dan, for hopping on the the phone with me and getting this done. I look forward to taking over your bracket in the next round. (laughs) 
I look forward to taking your uh, your bracket over uh-huh. too. Two crock lovers here. Yeah, I think that my wife's team is finally going to be out now that it's not my fault if that happens. But all right, bud. Uh, yeah, that's right. We do both love Crocs, by the way. I talked about it on the show. Are you wearing some now? I am actually wearing Crocs in my house right now. Yes, I am too. That is fantastic. We should have called this the Croc region. That doesn't sound as good as I hoped it would. All right, I got to let you go. Thanks so much, man. It's been fun to chat with you. All right, thanks. Talk to you next week. Hang in there. Stay safe. All right.